The problem is the agents are choosing your strategy for you. Now, overpricing your home, leaving room for negotiation, and then doing consistent price reductions is a strategy and it can cause people to sell, but it's not the only strategy. And now it's time for your low country real estate market update. It's the Brian Beatty real estate show. Brian is one of the top 1% real estate agents in Charleston. Here's your host, Brian Beatty. Good morning, Charleston, and welcome to another edition of the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show here on The Big Talker, 1250 WTMA and WTMA.com. I'm your host, Brian Beatty. Thanks for joining me. Gosh, 10 years I've been on this show helping you guys better understand the real estate market, what happens when you buy a home, sell a home, what can go wrong, how do we prevent it, how do we fix it. That's going to be a lot of what we talk about today. You know, this is in, I guess, honor of Halloween. And I know I probably should have done this last week. I get it. Look, last week was a busy week. So we're going to do it this week. So this is going to be our Halloween episode. We're going to talk about some horror stories in real estate. What happens when things don't go according to plan? How do we address it? How do we try and prevent it from happening in the first place, right? There's a bunch happening in our market. In in case you guys haven't heard, right? Interest rates are kind of high. Affordability is not great. Interest rates are what they are. They're high in comparison to what we're used to, right? We uh, got really spoiled with 3% rates, maybe even lower, uh, depending upon when you refinanced. But we've now got two-thirds of the country that are at or below 4% interest. And so it's just made the market very challenging. Not a lot of transactions. You know, we're going to do nationally probably a little over 4 million transactions this year. It's about two or so million under what we were kind of used to or the pace at which we were moving, you know, during the post-COVID years, I guess 2020 and on, 2021 being incredible year for real estate. But anyways, We're going to talk about what goes wrong in real estate transactions more often than not, right? There are a few kind of usual suspects, whether it's the inspection or financing or something along those lines. So we're going to talk about a few of those different stories. You know, I've been selling real estate for 18 years. I've done 1,400 transactions, about a billion dollars worth of real estate here locally. So I got a few stories to share. And I'm not going to get too deep into the specifics because I don't want to exploit these situations, but I want it to be learning opportunities for you guys. No one wants to be the person that has something like this happen to them. But I want to give you some tips. I want to give you some advice, right? Some really good information that helps prepare you for if something like this should happen. Before we get into that really quickly, if you guys want to reach out to me and have a conversation, my phone number is 843-800-0065. That's my cell phone number. You can call or text me on that 843-800-0065 or check us out online, listingsincharleston.com. We are putting the finishing touches on totally revamping that website. And then we also have Brian Beatty team. Or if you want to look into our property management company, BeattyMGMT.com for management, or just reach out to me. It doesn't really matter what you guys are looking to do real estate related. We can help you in any way, shape, or form so long as it's really not commercial. We sell commercial land, but we farm that out to to folks that really understand that space much better than than we do, just like they send residential or land-based clients to us because we know that space really well. So anyways, you want to reach out to me, 843-800-0065. All right, so here's I want to start with this. Obviously, as you guys probably know, the real estate market is challenging right now. You know, I think a lot of people will say there's not a lot of demand right now. Well, there there is 
it, but it's pent up. A lot of folks are just not making sense out of paying what they would have to pay in order to buy the home they would want to buy right now. They're just making logical decisions. And that's, and that's good. You know, we want people making logical, responsible decisions when it comes to home ownership. Now, investing is different, right? We can use speculation and in investing. It's part of the process. But if this is going to be your primary residence, a lot of folks are saying, you know, it's just, it doesn't make sense for me right now, or I'm not entirely certain I'm going to have a job a few months from now. If those are real issues, real concerns, there's legitimacy behind that, then, you know, jumping into a mortgage is probably not the best idea or doubling or tripling the amount that you're going to have to pay on a monthly basis. But for those that feel like, you know, hey, things are fairly secure for us financially from an employment perspective, we could buy, but those rates are just so darn high. Look, you can always reduce the rate. I'm not necessarily a huge advocate right now of buying just for the sake of buying something. I mean, I can rationalize it with folks, but I'm not the kind. And if you guys have listened to me on the radio for, you know, any period of time, you know that I'm, I'm not the guy that's going to look for any reason whatsoever to sell you on something. That's frankly, one of the best parts about this show, in my opinion, is my ability to be no holds barred, provide you with a real honest opinion of the market while still maintaining integrity, but without having to appease a specific client, if that makes sense, right? I don't have to necessarily mind my P's and Q's out of fear of hurting someone's feelings if I'm sitting at the kitchen table with them. This is not necessarily the you know demeanor in which I would talk with somebody. What well, kind of is actually, but because uh, I'm very direct and some like that, some don't. But I'm not going to tell you to buy a house just for the sake of keeping up my transaction count per year, right? That being said, what will likely happen, and I'm not using absolutes here because this market's too finicky for me to you know, back myself into a corner uh, based on an opinion I give. There, there are too many moving parts. Let me put it that way. But if you're going to buy a house right now, there is negotiability. You can't change your purchase price. You can change your interest rate. But if you decide to sell your property, you have a balance owed, right? If you're getting a mortgage, of course, that's going to depend on your down payment and all those great factors. But right now, our buyer clients are negotiating off of the purchase price. We're negotiating closing costs coverage. We are helping people buy down their interest rate by at least two percentage points the first year, and then one percentage point the next year. And then the hope is that by the third year, Interest rates overall have come down, which allows us to refinance. Most lenders will do that for free right now. They've been able to negotiate on a home that they purchased. You know, they kind of beat up the seller a little bit, which sellers are not used to. And let's be perfectly honest, they don't like it, right? They've been in the driver's seat for a long time. And a lot of sellers, they've gotten a little spoiled. They're used to everything going their way all the time, that they can call the shots. And that's been a function of the market. Right? The market has allowed sellers to adopt that mentality and that approach to selling, which is kind of, it's my way or the highway. But of course, when the market softens, that's when the narrative changes. Now we have buyers that are able to negotiate better deals up front with the idea that, hey, even though I'm paying a little bit more than I want to be paying right now, I'm just going to reduce that rate down when interest rate drop. But until then, 
I got the seller to basically pay to artificially lower my interest rate for the next two years. So a bunch of different ways of doing this. But I'll tell you one thing that it is creating is it's creating. And then the whole point in going off on that tangent is that it's creating situations, as tough as this is to say, where agents are, look, they're hungry. They need a commission. This is how they support themselves. This is how they provide for their family. And in tough times in the housing market, agents have a tendency to tell people what they think that person wants to hear in order to earn their business, get them to sign an agreement for representation with them. And then once they have you and your business, then the narrative changes a little bit. The perfect example of this is when people, real estate agents, go into a seller's house and they know they're in a competitive environment, right? They know that there are multiple agents that will be talking to the seller about the idea of selling their house and hiring one of them. And the game that they play almost every single time, I actually can't think of a time in which, you know, I was called over into a competitive uh, environment to discuss helping someone sell their home, which I think is healthy. That's very healthy for you as a seller to have agents competing for the business. But what happens is a lot of these agents will, they've gotten really skilled at the presentation. They've gotten really skilled at information gathering. And so they'll figure out what's important to you about the agent that you hire. They're going to figure out what you think your home is worth, how much you're willing to accept, what you're not willing to accept, and then what other agents have told them the house is worth. From that, they basically have everything they need to craft a strategy or narrative around why you should hire them at that price, at that commission, so on and so forth. All they've done is figured out a way to position themselves to be number one. It has removed, in many instances, the legitimacy of the price and the overall strategy that they're suggesting because they're not necessarily concerned with you, the seller, winning, and winning meaning selling. They're concerned about winning the listing. They, they want to be the one with their sign in the yard. They want the one that's going to get the marketing calls, right? They want the leads. They want the activity. They want something to promote so that they can leverage that and grow business. If logical, it makes sense. But you as the seller sometimes get the short end of the stick because from a, you know an agent's perspective, and this is the challenge that a lot of sellers have, and this is happening more and more. Uh, especially over the last several years as the number of homes that have been for sale have been so low and the number of agents that can sell you a house has grown. I mean, I think we've got close to 9,000 real estate agents in our market right now, which is insane. There's at least three agents for every house for sale. So they're going to start, and they have, they're telling sellers what they think that seller wants to hear from a pricing perspective so that they get the business. And then, of course, that agent's strategy is to overbid on what they think the seller wants to hear so that they can get the listing and then reduce, 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 reduce until they find that sweet spot where that home will actually sell. The problem is you as a seller feel like you have lost all strategy. And the only strategy at this point is just to find a price where a buyer says, okay, that's a good enough deal. I'll, I'll take it. Or man, these sellers must be desperate. Let me see how much I can get out of them, right? The problem is, the agents are choosing your strategy for you. Now, overpricing your home, leaving room for negotiation, and then doing consistent price reductions is a strategy. And it can cause people to sell. But it's not the only strategy. And it's something that you, as the seller, should be aware of. 
you're the one that should be the one choosing the strategy, not the agent. Come, remember, if you want to reach out to me and have a chat about real estate, you're thinking of buying a home, selling a home, investing, maybe you have a property you'd like to have managed by us, uh, or maybe you need access to short-term capital. You know, I've got a private money lending company as well. Best thing to do is to call or text me 843-800-0065. That's 843-800-0065. You can send me an email, brian at brianbeattyteam.com, or you can check us out online, listingsincharleston.com or brianbeattyteam.com. Stay tuned for more of the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show. Have a real estate question? Ask Brian Beatty. Contact Brian Beatty online at listingsincharleston.com. That's listingsincharleston.com. Or call him at 843-888-0065. That's 843-888-0065.